We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I... I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. Oh. And he's doing a great job. I okay. need you to man up and say what you really want to say. Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Steiny and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. What's up, Bay Area? No Steiny. He's enjoying his uh, Christmas vacation. We got Larry Kruger in, and Larry, I'm fired up. We got a lot to get to. Yep. We'll be joined by John Dickinson at 2 p.m. He'll be in for you Thursday and Friday. Nice. So we'll get down, and he'll also, the next two days, have post game for the Warriors as they embark on their, uh, continue their road game trip uh, in New York, the Mecca. Tonight, they got the Knicks. Tomorrow, Kevin Durant. And that's all brought to you by Outdoor supply hardware but Larry I'm gonna get started with this what I we love my with? daddy what we Norman Johnson today? 82 years old Union City California Navy man took him to his appointment yesterday after our show and he goes damn it son you were stepping on Larry left and right like he knew you like you were his kid so I said okay pops you know what I'm gonna do today I'm gonna slow down red light like your shirt and I'm gonna slow down and enjoy you but I just get excited talking sports. We got the Warriors in New York. And Larry, you tell me if I'm being negative. We want to hear from you guys. 888-957-9570. I'll see you on Twitch. I'll see you on YouTube. The Xfinity Mobile text line. It's kind of symbolic. Last year, when the Warriors made this trip, Steph was embarking on breaking the three-point record. It was incredible. He did so. I know it was later on. But now they go back. Steph's not there. He's dealing with this injury issue. But, Larry, I'm going to go picnic on you. I just feel like not just Steph Curry, but the Warrior players are dropping like flies. We got some issues today where not only will Wiggins not play, Curry's out. DiVincenzo, who we've been throwing daisies at his feet because he's earned them. Now Jermichael Green, non-COVID illness. Kaminga probable. I'm like, damn, when does it stop? I mean, is it, is it load management on the down low, or is it legitimate injuries and illnesses? I'm going to say this. When you're the 11th seed, 15 and 16, ain't no uh, load management on the down low. That's just me. It's, it's, you're hemorrhaging right now. You got to fix that, re- that record. Well, I mean, I mean, to me, it's the NBA regular season, and I would rather the Warriors go this route and be extra careful and just be extra, take extra precautions and only play guys when they're healthy. Um, and 
and and and sick guys when they're sick or ill, or, you know, if they're ill or if they're hurt. Sit them out. Why? Because nothing matters in the NBA at all until February, until May and June. You know, it really, I mean, what do you, you're, you sound like my friend you Frank. You got all of December, you got all of January, you got all of February, all of March, April. I mean, not, this is all kind of like a warm up act for the games that really matter in the playoffs. I, if you thought they weren't going to make the playoffs, it'd be one thing, but I think we all know that they're going to make the playoffs. Right now, they're not in. I they're know, not in right, right now, but four I mean, and a half back from the number one seed, but okay. Yeah, I mean, do you do you think they're... What, what are the odds on the Warriors to make the playoffs right now? 99.9, but if you tell me, Larry, the Wiggins injury could keep going and we don't know when Curry's going to be back if there's a delay or something, like a Correa, to where it's delayed, then I think we're talking about something else. And I'm totally with you on the, the, the facade that is the NBA regular season, but I think you toy around with the load management when things are kind of good and you got everything at your disposal. We don't even know who's going to start now. Uh, is it going to be Moody? Is it going to be Kaminga? Because, you know, guys aren't available. So I kind of get your thesis, but when you're, you know, one game under 500 and you're defending champs, and I keep going back to our interview with Fitch yesterday, and you're trying to find out who your seventh, eighth, and ninth guys are, I don't feel like you could play that load, man. You're like in no position to do that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, because it stunts growth. I hear you, but here, here's my thing. Uh, is to, you know if, if we're on tomorrow talking about this game was was last night against the Knicks uh, a great a great you know was it a was it a positive? Well, I mean, part of is part of it is did they win? Did they lose? Right? But the other part is how did Kaminga look? How did Wiseman look? How many minutes do these guys get? Are they developing the young guys in their roster? I think that's important. That's important. So. If all these guys being out means that James Wiseman gets a little bit more run. Oh, I'm all in. I'm all in, too. Okay. I mean, because I want to see James Wiseman in that rotation come playoff time. There's a long time between now and then, but no time like the present to start introducing these guys. So they're deep. Uh, they've got an incredibly deep roster, even with now, Larry, all the injuries. I gotta, I'm just asking you. Now, can you clarify deep? I mean, they got a bunch of guys on the team. Oh, I mean, I'm not a Ty Jerome fan. I'm not an Anthony Lamb fan. I don't like what I've I seen so what far. Jermichael okay. Green. All right. But it's it is a it, it does it is a roster that has depth. Um, there are talented guys on their bench. It's just a matter of, you know, I mean, at the beginning of the year, we were talking about you were you what did you call it? Not strength in numbers, but something else. Stress in numbers. Stress in yeah. numbers. But <laughs> it, I appreciate but the you numbers, that, Larry. But the numbers are the numbers, right? Yeah. You said that because the Warriors do have a bunch of players. Yeah, and, and they're unknowns. And what I thought the title of the, the motto for the Warriors this season was, we'll take some lumps, kind of like where they're at now, but the three guys, the young big three, will get, you know, they'll get seasoned. So by the time the playoffs come, which we'll get in, seeding doesn't matter, they will have gone through their basketball puberty. Now we're getting, we're watching them still not uh, bringing home standing-wise in regard to the record, but you're doing it without some t- with DNPs. And I don't know where that's going. Like, that's going to bite you in the ass at some point to me. Or, on the flip side, Larry, one of those three may be moved. I don't see how you could move Kaminga to me. That's just totally, he's a guy you wouldn't even think about. I don't know Wiseman. I don't think his value is high at all right now. And if that's something they want to do. So, I'm hoping with the, with this, the positive 
in this injury situation is we see Wiseman. We see more Moody. And again, I don't know why Kaminga only played five minutes in Toronto on Sunday. What's the truth? Are they are they not considering moving Kaminga, Moody, and Wiseman? Or are they there's other reports out there that they absolutely are considering moving those guys? Well, as you just said. Wiseman's value is not very high. You could Moody's get a value is not right very now. high. Yeah. Kuminga, See, I think Moody's is higher, but go ahead, Larry. Okay, but Kaminga is at least giving you Kaminga is giving you a snapshot oh, no of no greatness. No doubt, and so other teams. So his value is greater. Yeah. How about tonight? If you lost to the Knicks, but somehow James Wiseman gave you a snapshot of greatness and put together fifteen and twelve and three blocks. Right. And then suddenly, now three weeks from now, you're consider you're taking offers for him. People are going to remember that game at the Garden. People are going to remember that one game where he had 15 and 12 and three blocks. So, uh, personally, I think even if they don't win, they can win if they just somehow show that their young guys are progressing because that either increases their likelihood of being in the Warrior rotation, which we all want to see, or increases what they're going to get back in return for those guys if, indeed, they decide they're going to trade them no in, doubt. in February. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I, can spe- I don't want to speak for you. You let me know. But last year, one of the best parts of this Warrior season was seeing what Jordan Poole did, the growth that he had Down the in the lab, yeah. you know, to go to Santa Cruz and just be a walking bucket. And you weren't with me, but I told Steiny a couple weeks ago, Kerr, when... Uh, Jordan was struggling. He kind of said, uh, you know, he was being defended by better defenders. And I was like, no, nah, if you can hit the baseball, you can hit it off the best pitchers. Because to me, what I've been watching, I never once said, oh, Jordan's doing that against, uh, you know, you know, low-tier talent. He he can get a bucket in the league. But that kind of stuck with me. And then we saw Jordan continue to struggle. You know, Fitz was with us yesterday. The pace, he was going too fast. But he dropped 43 uh, in last game in Toronto I was juiced, but I want you to hear uh, Kevon Looney. He was on with Willard and Kyle yesterday, and you tell me what you think about uh, his role while Curry's out. He kind of knows what time it is. Uh, he kind of knows what time it is. Uh, we just got to we, we all we all talk talk amongst each other about you know everybody has to step up. Uh, no, he, you know, Steph has big shoes to fill, so he can't. Well, no one guy can just fill his spot. So we all got to do a group effort. But he kind of knows when Steph is out that he kind of got to take more lead, got to control the game more, and uh, be more poised. And I think he's been doing a great job at the last few games. Forty-three, Larry. I mean, you know, I mean, I think Jordan is a rhythm player, and and just some nights he's out of rhythm. I like. I that. mean, it's not easy to step into a team that has this many veterans with this many guys who you know need the ball, need shots, and then feel the total freedom to do anything you want to do on the floor. I loved him in the San Antonio game a few weeks ago when he just absolutely was attacking the rim, and I, I love Jordan Poole when he's in attack mode. Man. But I just I. I just think that he's a guy that you know he he has to get into a rhythm, and it's and it, and if and that could be from the perimeter, or that could be either going to the hole or from the perimeter. Um, and I just think that at times it, he has a difficult time around these veterans settling into the rhythm that's comfortable for him that lets him really get going. And he's in rhythm now. And when Steph was out at the end of last year, he got extended oh, run Lord. in yeah. what April good man, or was it March and April? He went bizarre. And he had what a twenty-five game stretch where he just you know was yeah. absolutely dominant because he had more he had more freedom. Um, he's a little bit constricted with those other guys, so. 
I think that's and that's normal for a young player, right? For yeah. a veteran player, he could probably bad. adapt easier. He's a young player still. Yeah, Larry Kruger, Daryl the Guru Johnson, right here on ninety five seven. The game. We want to hear from you. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's go out to Walnut Creek, Larry, and welcome Miley to the program. What's up, Miley? What's up, longtime listener? Love you, Larry, from way back. Appreciate um, you. To bring up some stuff on the on the. Uh, Brock Purdy and Trey Lance thing. I'm fully with Kyle that both are going to get a, a look. Regard, I mean, yeah, they win the Super Bowl. That's one thing. Okay. Put that aside. I want to throw a little context to you, Larry, on Brock. He looks, obviously, he looked great in camp. He looks great now. Right. But we're week, what, 16, 17? You don't think by now, had Trey not got hurt, that he would have expanded that playbook to the point maybe not as good and as sharp as Brock, maybe, maybe more effective on the ground. Who knows? But it would be week 15, 16 with Trey, not week three. So I'm thinking his his playbook expands by now. Oh, there's the, well. First of all, you're, there's no doubt. You're right. I mean, no doubt. He would have developed, and he wouldn't have been the same player. And he works really, really hard. And they coach him up really hard. And the surrounding cast is really talented. He was going. The arrow is pointing up and was pointing up on Trey Lance. I'm just saying, what you're seeing with Brock Purdy is pretty special. The ball's coming out on time. He's deadly accurate. Um, and to ignore that. And as he's winning these games and just say, well, you're going to go back to a quarterback that really needs a ton of development. I don't know. I think you might lose the room if you did that. And Trey's very popular in the room, but you got to be about the W. You got to be about winning this week or you lose the guys. Well, um, didn't you already do that when you went from Jimmy to Trey? When people knew there was no possible way and you may have this lost the guys. commodity. Is going to have, you know what I mean? This guy and just you took would have lost the locker room. Goo, I, I don't think there's any question. You couldn't just stay with that. That was going to have a shelf life. Oh. They were going to have to win games and they were going to have to see development. Stani said that. Or like Kyle might have went up to the veterans, like, hey, if this thing ain't right in six, seven weeks, we'll kind of pull the plug. But you, at that point, you didn't know you had Jamie to fall back on. You know Trey, what I mean? Trey's, I think Trey's going to be a really good quarterback. I just think it's going to take some time. He didn't play. The, well, this ain't the spot thing because this team is ready to cash in. I know. And they've been to a Super Bowl. They almost got back to a Super Bowl. You ain't got that two to three years window. And, and again, it just goes back to, damn, what was Kyle thinking? If you thought it was going to take time. I'm on the other side of the fence. I, I think he thought, Kyle, with his ego, rightfully so, I can get this dude up and running ASAP. Who was he choosing, though? Because Trevor Lawrence was gone. Zach Wilson was gone. He Imagine was taking Justin Fields so as he, a Niner quarterback right now, Larry. Fields and Lance and Jones. Okay. Right? And yeah. he chose Lance. Okay. I, I would have chosen hey, Lance out no of that trio Trey, as well. But I'll tell you what. To the people in the back, Larry, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm emotional about this. The play calling that I saw the first couple of games, a game and a quarter, Look nothing like what Brock Purdy's doing. And only Kyle can answer that. And, Larry, you can look at me like, nah, goo, it's the same plays. Dude's just looking down the field. But I think about stuff it's like that. It's not the that. same plays. Okay, but then that's almost like, then why didn't you set my boy up for for success then? Why why did you, and people yesterday on Twitter said, my references are a bit older. So when I say, why did you treat him like uh, Walter Payton? Uh, <laughs> give me a new running back. Give me somebody young. Uh, Jordan Mason. Yeah, right. why did you treat him like Jordan Mason? Well, I mean, I mean. That is, you, I'm, you, I'm, I forgot all, him hurt. We have to assume that Kyle 
was doing right by all of his guys, right? Yeah. So this whole, this whole, this idea of, well, you had one play call for this guy, one play call for that guy. Kyle, you got to give him that he's doing what he thinks was going to work, <laughs> right? He did that for a reason. He oh. called those plays for Trey for a reason. He obviously felt that Trey could do those things and maybe couldn't do some of these other things. So that's why he did it. Now, I didn't like the usage either. I, really I didn't think I mean, there's not at, a person walking around that did. Well, look at look at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts just got bounced on by Travis Gibson, who weighs about that 270. Could have been a it still could be a separated shoulder. I think it looked like there. a separated shoulder. <laughs> it did, boy. And, and how did he get it? He got it on a scramble, getting buried by a defensive end, driven into frozen turf. And he may not, may or may not be the same but guy about, the rest of the You know what, Larry, year. to that point, what about... The people that say, hey, now you're being the injury police because, oh, it's easy for you to say that now. But for 13 weeks, this dude's just compiled an MVP type season talking about hurt. So anybody can it I can just, happen to anybody. I hear you. But I just think that it's risk reward when it comes to your quarterback. I mean, if you run your quarter, I mean, how many running backs have the Niners gone through? They had Elijah Mitchell. It's, it's incredible. I mean, the, the, and the running back takes and and why do Mostert, running backs, uh, running backs don't go very high in the draft usually? Why? Because the NFL looks at that second contract and says they're not going to last very long. Well, if your running backs are not going to last very long, then why use your quarterback like a running back? Okay, with that said, I always, and, and Bonte can attest to this, Larry, I, we've always discussed why Kyle Shanahan looked at Mahomes and couldn't fall in love with them like Andy Reid did. Why he looked, and this is a bad comp now, but Deshaun Watson, what he, what he did, and like, how did that not attract you? But then, on the flip side, I'm like, it's your prerogative, Kyle. Okay, maybe you do like the, the prototypical Kirk Cousins type. You know, can move, but running's not their, you know, forte. But then my question to you is, what changed or what workout? I wish we could watch the workout that Trey used for Kyle to fall in love with. Like, it does, that doesn't match what we've known you to like in your quarterbacks. Well, I mean, Kyle... Then when you run him out there, he's a runner. Kyle would claim that he likes all kinds of different traits in his quarterbacks, I'm sure. That there's not one particular style that he likes, and he wouldn't want to be pigeonholed. As far as Mahomes... And Deshaun, I I don't think they even really got serious about the evaluation. I think they were so, they had, it was the beginning of their regime. They were looking at at the quarterback landscape, and I think they had their eyes on Kirk Cousins. And I don't even think they really did a, I don't want to say they didn't evaluate at all, but I don't, I think they did a half hearted evaluation on the quarterbacks Mm. in that class because they decided they didn't want to go down that road. So I personally, I mean, clearly they missed on Mahomes and Watson. Uh, they took Solomon Thomas third, but other teams missed on those guys as well. But I'm not even 100% convinced just from what I hear Kyle asked about it through the years. You get the sense that they didn't really, they weren't really in QB evaluation mode in that particular draft. Oh, wow. Um, and obviously, yeah. it's been a huge mistake, right? Mahomes is the best thing going. It's incredible. He's a Steph Curry of quarterbacks. I'll, I'll just say that. that that's what, when I watch him do his position and play, Larry, I'm like, man, that's what it looks like. And yesterday, I told you and the listeners I was on an apology tour uh, for Kyle. Because I know, I know what he does and brings to the table. But I was on his helmet about the play calling and, and getting Trey Lance injured. Now, people, oh, you didn't get him injured, but you ran him. You kept playing with fire. With that said, 
I had to catch myself. I was driving home yesterday, and I said, you know what? Kyle can do it with anybody. But, Larry, you know what? He couldn't do it with C.J. Beathard that 2020 season when they could have made the playoffs and they were playing their home games in Arizona. You know, you win a game or two, which were close. You just couldn't get it done. Couldn't and you do couldn't it with do Hoyer. It. And C.J. Beathard. So it's almost kudos again back to Brock. But I'm looking at you like, and I know today is not to cut day four, but it has to be Trey Lance giving another uh, even if we weren't in the Bay and this situation happened in Houston and we were on the radio in Houston you just no matter what, where this season ends up and, and Brock's success you don't just say bye bye to uh to Trey Lance. I just like I can't wait to watch the, the the game after the game when this season culminates when it's done. Well I mean first of all Trey has a say in his own career. What if you do what if Brock uh, wins the NFC championship game? Which could very well happen. Okay, what if Brock wins the <laughs> NFC Championship game? What if Trey says, uh, where do I fit in this mix? And they say, well, um, we're not going to give you the starting job, but you can compete next summer in camp with Brock for the starting job. Who's to say Trey, through his well, agent, doesn't come back to the Niners and say, you know what? Trade me. I don't want to compete with Brock next summer. I was the third pick in the draft. I want to go somewhere where I can be, the you know, the whole show is surrounding me. I mean, Indianapolis is going to pick in the top ten. They need a quarterback. I just said, I'm just saying that, yeah, you got two rookie quarterbacks, okay. right? And you could obviously, that's a good situation on your cap. Um, and I definitely think that Trey and Brock would be a great quarterback room because you know, Trey does things that Brock can't do. That though, Larry. Brock does some things that Trey can't do. And if they if they started to watch film together and the nuances that Brock's got down as a four-year college starter, if Trey started to pick up on those nuances, I think the sky could be the limit for him. So I, I like the combo of those two. I'm just looking at this from the Niners' perspective. If you have Brock Purdy and he's your starting quarterback and you really believe he's your starting quarterback, Trey Lance is too good and too valuable to just sit on the bench as, well, just in case Brock gets hurt. In that situation, there is a team that would give you a first-round pick for Trey Lance. I really believe that. Wow. Bryce Young is supposedly going to go in the first first pick in the draft. Bryce Young's like 5'10". 5'11". C.J. Stroud, they say, is going to go top five. Will Levis out of Kentucky, they say, is going to go top ten. Right. That, there's a lot of teams in the first round. The next quarterback's not slated to go until, like, you know, maybe the mid, middle of the second round. Now, a lot of valuation has to happen between now and draft day. I'm just saying there are going to be teams that are going to look at Trey Lance and say, hell yes, I'll give you a mid to late round first round pick for Trey Lance. Yeah. And um, he's a winner too, Larry, so he probably, like you said, he ain't sitting. He he wants to be. He wants to play. Yeah, no he, doubt. First of all, Trey needs to play at this point. I mean, it's it's not even about what well, he to was play. before he got he hurt. Needs yeah, to he needs to play. was before he got it's hurt. It's not in his best interest, Kuda, yeah. to sit behind anybody anymore. Larry, you got a Q-tip? Not on me. Okay, well, the 530 needs one on the Xfinity Mobile text line because it's saying, Guru, you were calling for Trey every day. WTF are you talking about? I was calling for Trey and what what he represented, a strong arm, uh, fast feet, everything Jimmy couldn't do, uh, pass routes outside the hashes, all that down the field. So, yeah, I, I thought when you drafted Trey Lance, he was going to get the scholarship to to get go out there and be our number one 
damn quarterback. And the reason I say that, Larry, is because Kyle, the Jedi, the genius that I dubbed him, he would never have brought you to town and said, you know what? We've gotten close with Jimmy, but I'm going to yank this cord out the socket and we're going with something else because I think something else is more dynamic. I stand by that. Then lo and behold, we get to see Trey Lance. He looks raw. He looks, you, you know, uh, rookie-like. But my whole thing was, hey, son, talking to Trey, that wasn't your fault. I'm looking at these plays and this portfolio you've been given, and it does not look like a coach has confidence in his quarterback. So that's why I kind of changed that up. And we'll get to more of it on the other side, Larry. But he got yeah. me hot saying, like I was going against that, and I'm going to call it, we'll call it audible. I want to get back to Carlos Correa, dude, because I'm starting to think the more and more of that they got their big fish. Today is something's up, and let's go Perry Mason a little bit, if, if you but may. Sure. And right here on 95.7 The Game, you're listening to Larry Kruger and Dale the Guru Johnson, all brought to you by What's Next on 95.7 The Game, brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises, and we're sponsored by Pfizer. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.